0: I'd consider doing some strange things for $10,000, but sometimes you just can't find the turtle you need, right? This podcast is brought to you by Alda, where we connect you with some of your favorite sustainable brands. Be sure to check us out at alda.life, or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Alda Lifestyle. Oh, I almost forgot something. Protect your wild. Uh, shit, man, hold up. I think I left the fucking stove on. Let me get that. Colin,
1: watch the language. Come on, you know me. I, uh, have a pretty foul mouth. You should use bogo brush to clean up your act in a more sustainable way.
0: That's right. These toothbrushes are recyclable and made of recycled plastic. They even have one that's biodegradable. So you can literally brush up and then just chuck it in the compost pile when you're done.
1: Buy yours today on alda.life. For every brush sold, the company gives one to someone in need. The link is in the description. Let's get back to talking about turtles. I mean, tortoises. Yeah tortoises what's up everyone uh i'm your host afnash and i'm here with colin campbell and we're here to talk to you about the mcdonald's of nature and uh just to get the episode started off uh we're recording live on mondays at 7 p.m eastern time at all the lifestyle or catch us on the itunes store or google play every wednesday and uh yeah so let's get Mm -hmm. started with the episode um the mcdonaldization of nature what does that even mean colin colin actually (laughs) introduced this topic to me and i was like what the heck is this like
0: yeah um so let's let's talk we got to start off talking a little bit about mcdonald's right so what's going on is you have this big chain mcdonald's and it's basically wiping out all the little mom and pop restaurants that we all love so much because they're unique and they're cool and they have different food than mcdonald's and that's literally happening with our uh, animal and plant species in nature um so you have like animals like goats and rats and stuff that are just taking over and they're everywhere now across the globe because they go on chips or they might be introduced intentionally by humans because they're stupid, um, <laughs> but yeah. So because of that, uh, nature is going to become more homogenous and there's like a, a very um, it's like a very negative impact, which is a mass <laughs> extinction essentially, <laughs> and that that ultimately is what the McDonaldization of nature is. Lots of really cool, unique species are starting to die off, and we're seeing certain species, you know, start to become more dominant. So it's it's kind of a, a scary thing, to be honest. Um, but yeah,
1: yeah. So so, like in simpler terms, uh, how would you kind of like describe that?
0: Yeah, the the most simple terms I could describe it as possible would basically be like restaurants there are now less species of plants and animals and that's because of extinction because of competition a lot of times right
1: yeah so they're becoming more generic
0: exactly exactly yeah so yeah let's we'll dive into this mass extinction a little bit
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah. So okay, let's talk about this extinction thing though. Uh you have some like, you know, facts and stuff to tell us about uh extinction.
0: Um yeah, so there is some alarming facts that are going on right now that a lot of people aren't aware of actually. Um we're like right in the midst of one of the highest extinction rates in all of history, um like of the earth. Um they mm-hmm. measure this usually by using uh, fossil records of ocean creatures because those are preserved a lot better. Um, so basically time we're in a period of extinction, the rate of extinction is faster than the rate that species are evolving. Right. So yeah. right now we have this issue that, um, like with birds, for example, birds are going extinct mm-hmm. at a rate, uh, that's 300 times faster than the rate at which they're evolving. And for mammals, it's okay. uh, unbelievable. It's 80,000 times faster for mammals. 80,000, dude.
1: Okay, it so is... we're, we're not, like, evolving fast enough for our <laughs> extinction rate, basically. Yeah. We're dying yeah. faster than we're adapting, mm-hmm. which kind of sucks. Um, it does. So, yeah, that's a bit unfortunate. Yeah, man. Um, so, there's actually this... Uh, story what called the uh, lonesome george and <laughs> i know colin's a big fan of this story and oh, I'll i love it him, tell him tell you guys about it yeah
0: yeah so um this is this is basically a great example of what's going on with all kinds of species but on sunday june 24th lonesome george was found dead by his caretaker who had been with them for the last 40 years Um, the cause of his death was actually cardiac arrest. So he he died of a heart attack, um, which is pretty sad, but, uh, you know, back in his day, he (laughs) was actually an icon, uh, in the conservationist community. Um, he was the last of his species of Penta tortoises, which is a type of giant Galapagos tortoise on earth. So Mm -hmm. that, that literally made him the rarest of them all, you know? If he were a Pokemon for the millennials out there, he would, he would absolutely be legendary. Lonesome George, the legendary Pokemon. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, so in, in 1980, uh, Lonesome George was actually overweight at one point, and they were pretty worried about him. So they, they put his ass on a diet, and after he shaped back up, um, his caretakers... Realized they they were needed to try to get him to reproduce, right? So they introduced two females of a slightly different subspecies into his um, his uh, pen, right? And yeah. you know they they set Fucking up a, a little romantic situation for him, and um, eventually George, you know, did his business, and they actually had three clutches of eggs between those turtles. Um, but unfortunately, uh, none of them hatched. Uh, so they, they actually put out a $10,000 reward to find George a mate. Um, and yeah, the, it didn't go anywhere, you know? Um, after living $10,000
1: and you couldn't
0: find anyone? What? $10,000 and they couldn't find anyone. That's... (laughs) Like, you know, I'd consider doing some strange things for $10,000, but sometimes you just can't find the turtle you need, right? Yep. (laughs) Um, So yeah, after living over 100 years, George died alone. And it it wasn't always like that, though. So George's background, if we rewind it back uh, to the 1800s, the giant pinta tortoises roamed freely on their island, right? There's plenty of food and everything. Um, and they had healthy lives, but, uh, they actually started to get hunted like crazy from sailors, um, whalers, fur traders, and anybody who needed that food source basically hunted them without any, any care at all. And it was, it was brutal. Um, they would keep them on the boats, keep them alive. Yeah. And they
1: couldn't outrun them, you know, like, (laughs) yeah,
0: they, you know, what's a, what's a tortoise like George going to do? They got these little legs, Big little legs and they're slow and so they're they're defenseless man it's it's depressing and uh, yeah you know their numbers uh, really dwindled and um, the environment though is still pretty pretty pristine until nineteen fifty nine actually when uh, humans introduced three goats to uh, the island, and those goats had a ton of sex and it led to 40,000 goats <laughs> in a matter of 11 years by, uh, 1970, 40,000, 40, um, those goats, <laughs> okay. yeah, they were busy, but, uh, they also ate up like all the tortoises food there. And this happens, you know, yeah. a lot of different places in the world too. Um, but that, that totally decimated the tortoise. Okay. Whatever was left was of the tortoise so population long. got destroyed. And um, in 1971, actually a Hungarian um, scientist, you know just spotted George, the like, sole tortoise they'd seen there of his species. and um, luckily by the next year, they, they rec- rescued him and brought him into protection. Um, so you know, although he lived a pretty lonesome life that that story yes. of these species going extinct is shared by tons of other species around the world, and it's often because of humans um so today, at least Lonesome George's body lives on as a symbol for all species really that kind of have walked the earth before the introduction of man um and you know really, we're the most invasive species at all of all sorry so it's uh it's a pretty wild story but yeah poor george right
1: <laughs> true yeah no that really sucks for george uh so then how does how does all of this you know like happen how, how do we cause so much uh you know destruction and extinction of species as humans like yeah. this is all
0: happen? um so there's lots of different reasons often species go extinct because of simply over hunting um You know, there's lots of different reasons why we might hunt them Mm -hmm. for, you know, their horns. In the case of the rhinoceros, I think the black rhino that's gone extinct, that was primarily for their horns for, um, it was seen as an aphrodisiac by certain, uh, certain cultures that will go unnamed, but but yeah um so now we don't have yeah. any more black rhinos because there's a lot of people that think the black rhino is gonna you know get them some action which is pretty sad right um on top of that yeah yeah like, it's unreal
1: <laughs> what kind of science are they studying like
0: <laughs> i i don't know dude i have no idea um but on top of that
1: if i eat this rhino horn maybe <laughs> <laughs>
0: maybe then um But yeah, on on top of that, uh, we also destroy a lot of habitat for agricultural reasons, you know? We clear out forests and level all sorts of biodiversity Mm -hmm. in the name of agriculture, and then we plant in one type of plant, and that, you know, has wrecked the populations of animals that depend on those uh, other plants as food sources and of the plants themselves, so... Then you, you think about one thing, uh, all of the roads yeah. we have winding around, uh, our country, a lot of times those highways will go straight through a habitat mm-hmm. and divide it into two pieces, three, four pieces. And now you don't have the ability for animals to cross the road and they're limited to the resources in that one small area. So that's a huge problem. Um, and then of course, climate change, you know, tons of stuff comes back to climate change. Oh. Everybody's seen the polar bear, right? On the lone piece of ice that's floating true. around.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's sad.
0: Mm-hmm. That's only part of it. There's also the bleaching of the coral reef as a result of ocean acidification from too much dissolved CO2 in the ocean. So, you know, man, it's there's a lot. <laughs> Invasive species. That's, that's the last one, the last huge one.
1: So what's the consequences of uh, bleaching the coral reef kind of thing because that doesn't only affect the coral reef itself it affects all the fish right along with it
0: yeah of course yeah there's there's lots of animals it's one of the most biodiverse places in our planet Mm. right because all the corals are living you know they're not they're not like plants really they're they're more like um yeah they're they're more alive and there's so many animals that depend on them for protection you know call back to finding nemo right (laughs) He uh, yeah. would hide oh, in. How does what, it get bleached enemies. in the first place? How does it get like, bleaching in the bleaching, first place? Like when you say bleaching, like
1: does someone literally take a bottle of bleach and chuck it in there, or is it like, <laughs> a, a more no, complex it's, it's cause process? No, it's because
0: there's. It's yeah, it's it's more complex, but um, the the boiled down definition is is like the chemistry of the ocean is changing. That's how much we're impacting the world, you know.
1: Oh wow yeah okay that's pretty bad it's <laughs> that bomb the other issue is obviously like invasive species as uh, we we're mentioning earlier um so mm-hmm. can we explain to the viewers and listeners out there um why does this all of this matter in the first place like why why should i care you know um yeah what's the I importance mean, of biodiversity the... or anything like that
0: Right. Yeah. So as we all know, like ecosystems and nature is all interconnected, like a web, right? Um, you remove one species from an environment or add one species to an environment and there's huge impacts on that, that are vastly unpredictable. Um, so, you know, at at best humans largely won't be that impacted maybe and we will just lose out on a lot of really cool animals that you know people won't get to see at worst it could be like devastating (laughs) um so we don't (laughs) like truly know the extent of what that impact of another mass extinction while humans are on the planet could
1: be um yeah so so like that's just it's not good we don't know what's going to happen and Mm -mm yeah i i don't know what else to say like that's that sucks um yeah but is there like any other like more practical reasons like uh you know maybe like food sources going food sources for like let's say like you go to um i don't like like saying exotic locations for like meat or whatever but like let's say you go to a foreign country and you're like oh they <clears throat> eat this animal for their food right mm-hmm. like what if that animal goes extinct can't try that out. That's a terrible example of uh, <laughs> consequence. But um, yeah, I also think that that's also an issue. I mean, the big thing um, with
0: bees, right? And you've heard of that, yeah? Yeah. If if bees go extinct, no, no.
1: Tell me about my bees.
0: No, well, all of all of these uh, plants and and fruits and things that we eat, like oranges and stuff like that. If if the bees go extinct, they're used to pollinate those. You know, we lose out on yeah. a whole bunch of food that's made in in california and the west coast so that's that's a direct impact to, to our lives
1: wow wait so this impact is actually pretty big um yeah. like yeah. and just one species that affects like so many others mm-hmm. you know so i think that's a pretty pretty important issue
0: yeah but um i, I would so like anyway. to, to say something hopeful though if you don't mind
1: oh, okay, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. because this is kind of dooming, gloomy, like, oh, boy,
0: I'm, I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, there are species that are bouncing back, like the manatees, actually, being from Florida, right, I think that's one of the, the best examples yeah, we manatees. can use, people, yeah, everybody loves manatees, they're awesome, and uh, they were endangered for a long time, but we made a really good intentional effort to get them uh, their numbers back up and protect them. And it, and it worked. Um, so yeah, there, there's, there is hope. There is hope.
1: Yeah, that's, that's actually pretty good and quite hopeful. I like that because mantis are like the dopest animal ever. Kind of just chill. Don't do much. Yeah. Uh, they eat, they get fat. It's like, wow, look at you. Um, <laughs> right, love it. You're my spirit animal. <laughs> uh, so yeah, anyway, uh, with that good news, Wait, let's wrap up uh, and uh, yeah that's pretty much our podcast uh, check us out on all the lifestyle uh, we're live every Monday at 7 pm and uh, we're on iTunes and Google play and uh, we'll try and get on more you know pl- platforms later.
0: yeah yeah try to subscribe and leave us a channel. review.
1: Oh yeah review real theater will us <laughs> all right catch you on later
0: uh, yeah protect your wild guys special thanks to my good friend valleys for our incredible theme song if you want to check them out go to spotify or soundcloud and type in v-a-l-l-e-y-z